Three, two, one. <laughs> Jeff, you still sucked at that. that. <laughs> really late. It's because I'm. I think uh, it's just because I'm on the West Coast and sound waves take a little longer to travel. So that is science. It's just science. It's not really my fault. That's fair. Wow. Starting off with science facts. Who would have thought? Yeah. Welcome to Science Is a COVID Letter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah are we just gonna delve into like different uh college courses like philosophy is a covid life natural disasters and catastrophes. <laughs> <laughs> grifting grifting <laughs> i mean that's already been done by our whole government right now so yeah, it's, it's really a good lesson that. to learn <laughs> yeah. this is like as good as it gets for grifting lessons all right anyways <clears throat> Hear thee, hear thee, and welcome in to another episode of the Cheap Beer Fantasy Football Podcast. On the phone with me tonight, I guess it's not the phone, I don't know why I always say the phone. It just sounds natural, it's yeah. like it's like the old radio days of calling in. It's true. Can you imagine if we were doing this from just like calling in? That would be, that would be awful. That would be awful. Uh, anyways, <laughs> with our... On the meeting technology equipment tonight. <laughs> Just say the call. On, on the hangout with me tonight. There you go. Hanging out tonight. Yeah, hang out. Yeah, shit. All right. <laughs> All right, take it from the top. Hanging out with me tonight is our good friend, Dustin Littlefinger Sylvia, who has recovered from what I can only imagine. It was a very intense editing process that probably took way too long from our last episode. far too long far too long yeah. never again and i think uh i think this is a good moment to just truly shout out the good work of dustin sylvia uh who is really the pumping engine of this podcast uh and without wow. him all six of you would not be able to listen to this <laughs> so. uh, it's actually a 11 because dan never <laughs> listens and maybe will like pick up a user every now and then uh, it feels good to have all my work be feeling really feel like it's worth it, you know. <laughs> really appreciate. You have it. a very targeted audience. <laughs> well, thank you, Jeff, for the kind words. Yeah, Jeff is also hanging out with me tonight. Uh, oh, that just sounds so cheesy. I hate it. Um, no. Yep, you're gonna have to deal with it though. This is this is gonna be the new lingo of the podcast. Yeah. Hanging out. And if you try to switch it to Zoom, I'm just gonna say we're zooming along. <laughs> So you are shit out of luck wherever you go, my friend. How would you do it for, uh, what do I use? I use WebEx. How do you even do that? The fuck is WebEx? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's garbage, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, WebEx doesn't deserve my cleverness. That's not going to be... Wallowing? <laughs> Basking in sorrow on WebEx? <laughs> uh, well, that cleverness on the... On the screen with me tonight is uh, Jeff uh, Kimball. The sweat rag gone? I have the sweat rag, but it's been uh, very chilly 
in what? Southern California, if you can believe that. Wow. It's been in the 60s and 50s, which is sweatshirt weather because you become a pussy Ugh. when you move to the desert. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I want to be a pussy. Uh, <laughs> well, you don't have to want. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm just saying. It was 70 here today, so that was pretty dope. Nice, man. Yeah. But it's going to be 40 next week, so. Dude, it's been beautiful. Like, it was the best weather we've had in D.C. in months on Saturday. It was just like, you know, not a cloud in the sky, new president. Feels very fitting. Yeah. I don't know it why. It was very spiritual. <laughs> it was very spiritual. <laughs> you can find out more why the weather being perfect on Saturday is so important on our sister podcast. Politics is a BoJack ladder. <laughs> Which one are we going to talk about? We'll find out. <laughs> Uh, and weather and weather <laughs> <laughs> can i come on just to do the weather yeah. it's raining outside <laughs> yeah. it looks pretty nice <laughs> <laughs> all right and that's our podcast we'll see you anyways we are uh i didn't paint the picture for you listeners but um we're in the green zone between Blanketsburg and Pillowtown and a nice fort that was uh, built by Erica. So the drawbridges are down. Folks have gathered to hear more about why uh, cheap beer is so great and where we stand today because we have a packed episode tonight. We took last week off to give Dustin a break from having to listen to all of your terrible voices. <laughs> Thanks to all of you that called in um, and joined. Uh, the state of the pod is thus, uh, we are at 185 downloads all time, so we need 15 downloads on this next episode to break the cool 200. Uh, Texas is one of our highest performing states. I don't think we know anyone in Texas. Not in the league. Is Tim? Tim Dombeck lives in Texas, but he does not know of this podcast <laughs> that I'm aware of. I was going to say, why the fuck would right? Tim want to listen to this Seven downloads in Texas, so maybe Dan's, like, his VPN is going through Texas. <laughs> his VPN. <laughs> Do they have VPNs in Europe? Who knows? That leads to the next question, which is, uh, will Dan ever listen to this? Is it just, like, when you have kids, you can't listen to podcasts anymore? Or is he just, like, streaming concerts nonstop and doesn't have time for us? When you have kids, you can't really listen to anything, right? <laughs> or, like, do, like, do anything, period, <laughs> or question mark. <laughs> that's true that is true let's hope some point dan listens to one of these eventually i feel like this is the year this is like dan's best year in the league i feel like he'd want to hear it every week you would think maybe he's just like he doesn't want to get a, a big head so he's like i'll come back when i know where i belong yeah when he sees this isn't a fluke <laughs> dan if you are listening you hear this someday just type something in the chat in the sleeper chat maybe just say like a, a code word like blueberries and it means that we we know that he listened <laughs> well everyone in the, in the chat would know <laughs> <laughs> shit you're right but if someone was like what are you talking about then we'd know that that person doesn't in fact listen to the podcast that's true weed out the posers oh i like that so we haven't done a state of the potters in a while <laughs> have we ever what is that no. Yeah, what if you cared about our well-being? <laughs> That's true. I don't know why I'm feeling so nice. Maybe it's because the Todd's Clown Dentists are finally 
have turned a corner just like COVID. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that does not bode well for your team, my friend. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Enjoy getting last place again. <laughs> or die. <laughs> well, which one is worse, do you think? Getting last. Uh, it's really <laughs> Just remembering that is is making me uh, have uh, anxiety. But anyways, well, I figured I'd check in, but we can skip it. Uh, you're right. Why do I care about what, how you guys are doing? Well, now that you brought it up, I have a couple things that I'd like to say. <laughs> you get one. Despite coming on to this podcast for two hours a week and talking about how terrible I am at fantasy football... <laughs> This is a great way to take a reprieve from the otherwise soul-crushing depression that comes with the outside world. So we're doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I like it. Dustin, do you want to add a, a quick thought? No, I agree. This is my religion. <laughs> this is my... Uh, the only thing is, adversely to Jeff, I do enjoy talking about how great my team is this year. So I guess it's even better. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I'm glad we checked in. <laughs> Jeff is just seething. I can see Jeff seething right there. <laughs> <sighs> How did I get sucked into this? Yeah, when you edit this podcast, the amount of my size you have to edit out must be must be the majority of your workload. <laughs> At least I don't have to see your grimace though when I'm listening. Like I could just I'm watching you just go. <sighs> so much better when I can see it coming out of your nostrils. Speaking of sighing heavily, I hate the new winter-themed background. It's 70 degrees out in Boston this past week, and it just made me realize that it's all for naught, and within, like, two months, there'll be three feet of snow on the ground, and I won't have left this humble abode for weeks on end. Would you rather the glaringly immutable and unchanging background of ESPN (laughs) as its boring white and vomit green interface (laughs) stares at you as you make terrible waiver wire decisions, I'd like a little snowflake and festive cheer as I make terrible decisions for my team. All I'm saying is they they skipped over Thanksgiving. Like the the little everybody's fuck off. That's the best holiday. <laughs> no, I love Thanksgiving. I'm as pissed as you are. That's my favorite holiday. Yeah, it's the best. I'm just saying like the emojis match the Thanksgiving theme, but then they just went straight winter instead of like I, I don't know something more pilgrimy or Native American. <sighs> preferred that i don't know that's all i'm saying (laughs) i will say that um with my other league being on espn still when i have both apps open and i switch between the two and i go from sleeper to espn it's always like oh like why does it look so gross and old (laughs) (laughs) well i'm glad everyone on the hangout is is enjoying the switch i really like it i like never having to think about espn so I think Dan mentioned this in the chat today, but I do appreciate how quick they are to like turn around and like listen to and acknowledge requests. I think the service is off the charts where ESPN would just have a big fuck you <laughs> yeah. of nothingness. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make billions. We do not care about you. This is a cash cow. Innovation is not a priority. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> That's how innovation works. That's why cabbies are doing so well. Um, <laughs> anyways. Woof, <laughs> a zinger. Ooh, Brandon with those hot takes. I was just saying. So now that we've checked in on how the state of the pod, uh, let's take a nice little walk 
or on the trade block. I like having visuals of what each uh, segment is. And I didn't have a good one like I was imagining Mr. Rogers, but then I was like, why are these people like leaving houses? Um, and then I realized it's because each of our teams is basically like a frat house on this block. And these players are just like leaving drunkenly and showing up in other people's houses. And then you get tired of one guy because he's throwing up on the floor too much and you give him to, to Kevin's house and he gets his act together or like Big Dairy becomes even worse. That's more of the visual that I had. So I think it makes more sense in my head. And I like the irony of the Mr. Rogers music to accompany uh, a frat house block. That might have been the most coherent and thought out thing <laughs> I've ever heard you say. Well, that's what happens when you can't sleep and you're just like, I don't want to think about work. Hmm, what does the trade block look like? <laughs> <laughs> next time I'll draw it up so we can know whose houses are next to each other. That'd actually be fun. That could be like a fun logo for the for the league or something. Yeah, remember when we were going to have a logo and Sean like built it all out and then just like, who knows where that went. I'll never forget that presentation he had. It was it was utter. I know. It was brilliant. It was so good. And now we still don't have a logo and he never made merch. And Sean, come on, let's get on it. Welcome to the podcast. Fuck Sean is a ladder. <laughs> um, I have a lot of things I'd like to say. <laughs> he took my apartment. <laughs> Anyways, uh, some updates on the trade block. It will be shutting down on Thanksgiving. So that is two weeks-ish, probably a little less than when you guys are hearing this. So that is a reminder. Once the Thursday games kick off uh, on Thanksgiving, the trade block will be shut. Um, everyone will have to leave their frat house and go home because you can't stay here. Closing time. One last call for alcohol. Yeah, okay, there we go. Finish your whiskey, dear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Love it. Thanks, Dustin. It's a classic. I should have known you would have my back. <laughs> Always. I played that every time uh, when I worked at Cold Stone. Every time it got to like 10 o'clock or whenever we were supposed to close, we would play that. <laughs> is that is that the song you would sing when someone would tip you enough money that you have to sing? <laughs> no. I, I don't even remember those anymore. That was awful. Anyways, there was a, a trade bonanza last week. Or is it this week? Last week. Which Both. week was it? Both. Both weeks. So the last two weeks, there has been a lot of movement on the trade block. Um, and so I figured the best way to do this would be to ask you guys who got better uh, and who got worse. And I thought, like, originally I had in the outline, like, breaking down each trade, but I kind of realized that doesn't make sense um, because, mm -hmm. you know, like, Jeff and Kevin had multiple trades. Uh, so I wanted to, like, get your sense on if what they did worked out for them. So with that in mind, we're not going to go through each trade. If you don't remember what happened or are confused, you can look at the app. Um, I'm not going to baby you. To start, <laughs> the biggest mover and shaker uh, was Kevin, um, who has traded a fair amount of his team. So here's where it stands for Kevin right now. He received Robert Tanyan, aka Big Dairy, King. Chase Claypool, and Josh Jacobs. Assuming the Claypool-Moss uh, deal goes through, that happened today. Uh, he gave up both Buffalo running backs, so Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, as well as Travis Kelsey. Dustin, what are your thoughts? 
I think Kevin wins. Um, I know Kelsey is obviously was going to be a tough loss for him, and I'm sure that was that killed him to do it, considering he picked he got him in the second round. But that being said, he gave up. He just bailed out on the Bills running back uh, committee, which I think is always a good idea. Um, just dump them both. I don't think either of them are going to ever have the ceiling that they could have because Singletary honestly kind of sucks, and Moss like he's just going to be split in time all year. It seems like. And then he got, you know, Tanyan, who obviously is a huge drop from Kelsey. But Josh Jacobs, I think, is a pretty solid number two back. And Claypool looks like a solid uh, number three receiver at, at worst. So I think that's two pluses and a minus for him. And he gave away two minuses and a plus. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I definitely think he got better. Uh, I disagree immensely with Dustin about Tanyan being a big drop from Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, that must have been a really tough, uh, tough loss because that's like top two pick, like second, third round pick. And yeah, I think having been the beneficiary of joining the Buffalo Bills RBBC, I wish I have I was not a part of it. So I think Kevin getting out of that was very good. And yeah, he only he only got better across the board. Like Jacobs was Joel's what number one overall pick, like. He he dropped off for sure, but you know he still has that potential. And Claypool, we've seen like that's a crowded Steelers receiving core, but like he still can put up crazy numbers. I think the ceiling for Kevin got a lot higher. We'll see about the floor, but yeah, I think he got better. Yeah, I I agree. We can move on, you guys. I also just real quick, I appreciate that Kevin is doing this much movement because he realizes that he basically needs to win out. Um, in fact, he told me that <laughs> on a text uh, this morning. But um, your insider scoop, yeah, I respect <laughs> it. I really think he's he's putting in the effort that you love to see in cheap beer. Yeah, it's true. I do like the the Claypool move. We'll get to Roach at the end, but I think he was just desperate. And Deontay gets hurt like every other game. Smith Schuster's come on in the last three weeks, but if he drops all of a sudden, it wouldn't shock me. I think Claypool is sneaky upside for him. I don't believe in Tanya, and so... What the fuck is wrong with you? You're not drinking the dairy? <laughs> no, not anymore. You he gotta had, drink the dairy. He had one good game, and then Devontae Adams came back, and the King Lazard is coming back, so... Oh, thank fucking God. I've been waiting to unleash the Lazard. <laughs> All year, yeah. League beater. I think what Kevin did is a plus overall. All right, I'm gonna add, like, a little... Uh... Like a ding, like <laughs> a check a, mark. Like, yeah, like a sound that's either like eh, or. Ding. <laughs> All right, um, so we'll move on to Jeffrey, who uh, you can go last with your thoughts on cool. your deal, because I would assume you feel good about it, but maybe you don't. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeff got in both his deals. <laughs> Devin Singletary. <laughs> Dude, you got so fucking unlucky with the Mike Davis swap. Dude, like, I know. <laughs> I know. Sell high, they say. Sell high. And I'm like, great. <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> uh, I know, but you shouldn't feel punished by that. Like, all right, so you got Singletary and Melvin Gordon, and you gave up Tanya and Mike Davis. And I honestly think... That is good value for both of them. When you made the Davis deal, McCaffrey was coming back. Davis was going to be in a timeshare. He still might. Like, I don't. I don't know how bad it is for McCaffrey. 
But uh, like I said, I don't believe in Tanyan. Gordon has been so-so, and Singletary's been so-so. But if Moss gets hurt or Lindsay gets hurt, then you have a, a bell cow. Or you might have two bell cows and you give up middle-of-the-pack tight end and a guy who is going to lose playing time. So I think your moves made sense and we're good. Like Dustin said, bad luck. Yeah, give me the ding noise. Ding. Yeah, I respect that you traded away the big dairy because I thought you loved him. And then just as as fleeting as love itself, he was gone. I mean, when you love something, you got to let it go. And I'm ready to see the big dairy thrive on Kevin's team. Who's your tight end? (laughs) Do we have to talk about that? (laughs) (laughs) I I honestly didn't know. I thought you had another one. (laughs) Is it Logan Thomas? No, I got Logan. No, I, I dropped Logan Thomas. It's it's a nice combo of Dalton Schultz <laughs> and Gerald Everett. So I mean, that's like exactly like Tanyan. So the fact that you got, I don't know. I mean, single player hasn't been great. Brandon, I have to admit something. Mm. Halfway through the, or oh, now that we're past halfway through the season, it's starting to look like the tight ends might be exactly what you said they were. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> We were so hyped at the beginning of the year, and now they've all just fallen off, except for like three. Yep. Yeah, it's like Waller and Kelsey and... Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yeah. Hawkinson. Hawkinson's what about Fant? No, he's been hurt. Yeah. yeah. But he's back, baby. No, he got hurt again. <laughs> no, he <laughs> yeah, he did. Yes, he did. He did. Oh, for fuck's sake. He left the game and came back last week, but yeah. I mean, he'll probably play, but he's like hurt. <laughs> like he's not 100%. Real quick, I'm just gonna drop him in my other league. <laughs> I would, I would hold him. off. Yeah, I would, I wouldn't do that. He's gonna play. He just, he's just not 100, percent and he may never be for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, the tight end position is not great. As bleak as ever. Uh, Jeff, so you don't feel good about uh your trades? Well, hold on, Dustin. Did you get? Did you give your two cents on my trade? I just want you to tell me you're proud of me. Uh, well, I said I respected that you gave up Tanya. Because, yeah, I think okay. I think Singletary, I think you needed something, and Singletary is better than nothing. In hindsight, I should have pushed Kevin for Zach Moss. I, yeah, I wouldn't think he would give Moss up for Tanyan. Maybe he would have. I would rather have Claypool if I were him, so I think he got better value. I, I think it would have been harder to get him. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it, it, in my head, I think it, a lot of it was that desperation that Dustin mentioned of, like, I needed fucking anything. But I kind of had it in my mind, like looking at the game script for the Bills, that maybe things would turn around for Singletary. And last week showed me that that's not really the case. Gordon is probably, he's going to do a lot better than last week. But he also, on December 18th, has to go to court for his DUI. (laughs) So he might get suspended for three games. So that might not be great. But yeah, it was a desperation move. And at the time, I think it uh, it was good value and the right choice. But now I'm like, well, fucking of course. So to close the uh, the argument about tight ends, I looked up where they are right now. So Darren Waller is the second best tight end, and he is the 41st best flex play right now, just below David Montgomery and just above Cole Beasley. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, those are like <laughs> prime players. <laughs> David Montgomery is the epitome of mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. Is he even mediocre? I put him <laughs> as straight bad. <laughs> in fantasy. He's bad in real life. In fantasy, he's mediocre. But like looking at the tight end, Kelsey has 168 points and Waller has 111. So it's just like Kelsey and everyone else. It's bad. It's really bad. Anyways, Jeff, in conclusion, I think you did the right thing. Moving on, uh, Sean got Mike Davis and gave up Gordon. 
I think it was a great trade for Sean. I definitely would want uh, your backup uh, to your star running back. I think that's crucial to have that handcuff. So I would have given up anything to, to get Davis if I were him. So good job, Sean. Yeah, no, look at him. McCaffrey went down and he's got a, he's got a bell cow for this week. So that's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, that move might win him this week, honestly. Yeah, for sure. And that's like a crucial matchup, the one mm-hmm. Sean versus whoever he's playing. Nick. <laughs> Yeah, it's Sean versus Nick. It's the matchup of the week. Um, spoiler alert. All right, so Sean, good job. Joel, I just feel like across the board, I'm proud of everyone. Joel got Travis Kelsey and gave up Jacobs. I would 100% do that trade. Um, I think at some point he's going to have to trade Mark Andrews. Yeah. But Yeah. No, Jacobs is is just a da- on a downhill trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And also he realized that Mark Andrews is not good right not now. Good. So no. like, <laughs> Anyone who is like, why would you trade for second tight end? It's like, no, he's just trading for a good tight end. Yeah. Well, and he was smart <laughs> to not give up Andrews right away because Kelsey's on bye. So, mm. Joel, good job. So we've got four people who did a good job with their trades. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> some good deal making all around. The next one I, I didn't separate because it was the only trade between the two people. Um, Nick got Jared Cook and David Johnson's, who immediately got hurt. <laughs> I had to leave Tim's team. Uh, and Tim got Tom Brady and Austin Hooper and lost the week because he started Tom Brady. <laughs> so can we get two losers for this trade? This is definitely two losers for sure. <laughs> yeah, they they bring us the two losses. Although ultimately I like... I like Tom Brady rest of the season. I don't think he's going to have another shit game like that. So I think I think Tim got a good asset there. Is there any update on David Johnson's injury? Like, how long is he going to be uh, out? It's a concussion, so... I don't think it's that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he'll be out probably this week, and then I assume he comes back. I mean, I actually think I would actually give Nick a plus, like, long-term. I mean, Jared Cook's a serviceable tight end enough. And then David Johnson, you know, he's... He's exactly what he is, like 15 <laughs> points easy. And then he didn't need Tom Brady so with Herbert. So I think, yeah, I think he, he made out like a bandit. Per usual. Per usual. Yeah, exactly. Par for the course for now. You know, Tim, he puts a premium on quarterbacks, and especially old quarterbacks. So This is why we should have a super flex 2QB league. <laughs> Tim would crush it. Tim would dominate. <laughs> With Breeze and Brady? No, know. He, because QBs would yeah. finally have the value that Tim has in his head that they're worth. The whole first round would just be QBs, and he'd be like, finally, this is what I've been saying. Uh-oh. Brandon. Oh, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. You're frozen. Brandon, do better with your Wi-Fi. Bye, Brandon. Two hours later. Um, all right, so the last one is Brian Roach, who got Zach Moss and gave up Chase Claypool. Brian Roach desperately in need of running backs. My God, I am a little sad that he will not be starting the fearsome duo of James White and Gus Edwards this week against me. (laughs) (laughs) Understand the need to give up Chase, who is probably his fourth best receiver, to get a probably now his best running back. And Zach Moss. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> so that's a that's a ding everywhere you look at. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Good job, Brian. You had to do it. Yay. Yay, Brian. Yeah, because I feel like Roach has been pushing people on the trade block all year, but no one's bit. And yeah. finally, like, <laughs> Kevin, who's just been busy, is like, all right, I'll throw you a bone. Yeah. 
It's a, it's a bit of a downgrade when Brian two weeks ago was hoping to trade Claypool for uh, Karim Hunt. Um, it sounds like that <laughs> didn't happen, Jeffrey. Why the fuck would I possibly <laughs> do that trade? <laughs> that was all of our reactions. <laughs> Wait, did he offer any concessions, like secret concessions, that to spice it up? Like he said he would? Uh, he... Sent me a free subscription to his OnlyFans, <laughs> but that's it. No, no concessions in terms of fantasy football. Mm. Brian, you got to work on those. Come on, Brian. So overall, I would say like the trades across the board helped everyone except him. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So moving on to keeping up with the keepers. Jeffrey, if you listen to the podcast uh, previous, you would know this is a new segment where we get to feature Miss Jamie Lynn Spears' new song. Very excited to have her voice, melodic voice, on the podcast. Real quick, I honestly kind of like that song. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no. That shit, it was in my head all week after I put it in. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fine. I really want her to do a live concert or something that people have to go to. I think that would be hilarious. Do you think she can do a cheap beer uh, promoted like OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not everything is OnlyFans. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> um, but anyways, everyone last week talked about who they might be keeping, and Jeffrey uh, figured we'd pose the question to you. Great. Is there anyone on your team? Maybe Mike Evans. You know, keep him around next year. <laughs> Why the fuck would I? No, <laughs> I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose my second round pick. Your first round. No, it would first be round pick. First round pick. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, I, that actually sounds good. So I ha- actually have thought about this, and depending on how he looks coming off injury, it would most likely be Alan Lazard. Wow. <laughs> but. Like, my team is so bleak that if it's not him, it's probably going to be, like, uh, uh, Brandon Ayuk. Hmm. Or, no, that's that's it. I don't mind Ayuk as a 10th rounder. Because I think next year, like, Brandon and I always talk about second-year receivers. Look out. You can be the next DK. So, I do have some prospects as depressingly sad as they may be. Well, just remember, you don't have to keep anyone. If you don't want to, you can just start all over. There's no one you want from your team. You can just say, fuck this. All right. Well, that was that. Um, And then uh, eventually we'll start going through everyone else's uh, and and we can provide color on who we think people should keep. But there's a lot more to get to. And we have been on the we've been hanging out for a while. So let's keep moving. (laughs) I have two new segments that should be relatively quick based on feedback last week. Uh, The first one is primetime pickup Uh, this week. (laughs) It's like, a, it's like if Chris Berman was doing an Arby's ad. <laughs> I mean, doesn't John, uh, John H. John Benjamin do those? So Yeah, he does. He's awesome at them. So I take that as a compliment. Um, anyways, I think it has to be Jacoby Myers, right? Oh, yeah. It, it's single-handedly got Nick Man of the Week. So Yeah, 100%. Jacoby Myers looked amazing. And it was the only guy Cam Newton looked at. It was like he was the only guy on the field. So I mean, he pretty much was. 
outside of like dump offs to Burkhead or James White, like who else is he going to throw to that's actually a wide receiver? I think Jacoby, like he's proven he can handle the workload. So I think that's an excellent pickup. Yeah, so good job, Nick. Uh, and then the last segment is, oh, no, baby, what is you doing? Why did you <laughs> drop him? Uh, and that goes to Brian Roach. Um, I guess I get it because he has wide receivers, but Christian Kirk, like, crushed it again, yeah. third week in a row. So I don't know why. Dude, he just loves catching the long ball from my boy, Kyler. <laughs> he does. He's addicted to it. <laughs> I feel like you're making this weirdly sexual. <laughs> Everything about me and Kyler's relationship is extremely sensual. <laughs> I thought you were going to be in the jersey when we got on here. I know. It hasn't arrived yet. Uh, what? Also, it's not a jersey. It's a shirt. Oh, it's I, a didn't, shirt. I didn't go all in. I just, you know, I dipped my toes in the waters. <laughs> just, just to see how it feels. It's fair. Yeah. I need someone to root for this season, and it's not the Patriots. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm trying, but well, <laughs> the Jets game was hard to watch. Well, that was awful. It was awful. Hey, a win's a win, motherfucker. It's not going to look good against Baltimore next week. (laughs) (laughs) Looks very bleak. (laughs) Anyways, those were the two uh, congratulations and shake of the head to Nick and Brian Roach, respectively. On to the quick recap of the games last week. Uh, Cookie Monsters uh, was our man of the week with 139, beating Coitus Martins 112. Dalvin Cook, we'll get to him when we get to Nick's team, but my God, Dalvin Cook again. (laughs) Washington football team, 130 versus Daniel Derns, 120. My note in here was McCaffrey is back. Ish. Question mark. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he was back last week, that's for sure. My God. More like McCaffrey's chest. Boo. Do you get it? I don't get it. (laughs) You said McCaffrey's back, McCaffrey's chest is hurt. Ugh, never mind. Yeah, I guess. I hope Tim laughs. I hope he's the one that gets it. <laughs> he's going to leave a <laughs> comment. comment. Bahaha. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, if I get a bahaha to Tim for that, oh, my week is in. Anyways, uh, COVID is a ladder, 128. Heinous War is a new anus, 102. Kyler outduels Mahomes in a classic QB battle. Sorry. The only thing classic about that battle, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking travesty. Uh, at least you didn't get that ass last. So You would have beat Tim and Kevin. <laughs> and <so>. Kevin. <laughs> oh, the oh toilet bowl was incredible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> An instant classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Todd's Clown Dentists, 123. Rona's and Wildfires, 106. The Big Cheese. Love me. Some Big Cheese. Nom, 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 nom. The Bladders, 117, World of Wario, 106. Uh, A.J. Brown and Keenan Allen carry the team uh, for the W. Very important for Jose, who is teetering on the brink. Um, so important for him there. Mm-hmm. And last, but definitely not least, our toilet bowl, <laughs> which, as Dustin mentioned, oh, was an instant. Oh, you put it in the notes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I thought you were reading them. Oh, no, no, I didn't even, I hadn't looked at that yet. I just when you said the toilet bowl. I was like, oh. An instant classic of a toilet bowl. All ladders matter. 99. The shy ladders. 81. Oh, Tim. (laughs) That was my favorite part was getting that message being like, bet on the Saints. And then it immediately being like 35 nothing, And it being against Kevin, which had to make Tim even more mad. It was just, oh my god. Everything about that night, that game, was just so funny. (laughs) It was so funny. The most depressing part about Tim's night was that Gurley, Julio, Diggs, Ingram, 
Butker all had decent games. And Brady, Jackson, and Corey Davis combined for 2.3 points. It's so funny. I just I also love that Kevin won the matchup with what was it? Oh, only three less points than Jeff, but it was just like he didn't neither team broke a hundred. It was just like the perfect toilet bowl. So funny. Like Justin Jackson, I think, got injured in like pregame warm-ups. Yeah, he did. It's like what else could have gone wrong for Tim? It's so funny. It was so funny. And it was against Kevin, which just makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> Literally any other week, Tim sh- should have crushed Kevin. To be honest, it seems yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god! Anyways, that is a wrap up of the the week that was. Um, this week we are moving on to our power rankings, which we did a little differently. Um, instead of having Erica go out and to uh, gather the rankings for the cheap beer power ranks, uh, I have asked my co-hosts to compile their power rankings along with my own. And we combine them together, and what you're going to find is uh, a very little lack of movement. So if you listened and remember what the power rankings were last week, let me tell you, things did not change much in two weeks, but let's get at it. Enough, Reggie. Number 12. Number 12. Heinous Wars. Fuck off. A new anus. <laughs> Fuck off. Jeff, did you rank yourself last? No. No, I ranked myself 10th, which is where I fucking belong. <laughs> it's a bullshit ranking. <laughs> you tried to stuff ballots and it did not work. Oh my god, yeah. I'm, I'm over here in Pennsylvania. Tossing in ballots. Oh my god. Um, but... Last week you were 12th, you're 12th again this week. Your two new running backs combined for a paltry 10.10 points. Fuck my life. You know what, maybe I do deserve to be here. All right, anyway, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get this over with. <laughs> what are you going to do this week without Patrick Mahomes? That was like a solid 20 you can count on. Solid like 30 I could count on. Uh, I'm banking on my new savior, Matthew Stafford. Oh, God. Uh, who's only been terrible this year, so that'll be fine. <laughs> he had COVID, like, last week. He was he was on the COVID list. I don't yeah, think he Yeah, I think he it. was, like, in close proximity or whatever. Yeah. He's, you know what? He's playing Washington football team. Like, he'll sling it. I think they get down early and he guns it. But also, who the fuck knows? Like, this could be a uh, goose egg. I don't know. You know... <laughs> Why am I doing this? Why, just in general, why? Well, Jeff, the uh, when we were playing each other, remember last week and how it started was pretty fun, where DJ Chart caught like a 70-yard ball from Louis Vuitton or whatever that guy's name is on the Jags, and then... Joe Lutton? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Brandon Cooks caught... Yeah, Brandon Cooks immediately <laughs> negated that, like the next play. Maybe it was fun for you, but I was like, great, my lead has fucking kiboshed. Jeff, I took a shower. During, like I, When I went to take a shower, it was like zero to zero. And then I got out of the shower, and little did I know, magic had happened on both sides. Everything happened very fast. It was a good start, so I'm saying. Literally get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe Chark is back, though. New quarterback? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
I basically set my lineup of who's going to disappoint me the least. <laughs> just, just biding my time until Alan Lazard comes back and he's going to will me to the 11th spot on this fucking godforsaken list. Number 11. It is a fair point. Like, maybe you should be 11 because at number 11, he was there last week as the Shy Ladders. And he is the only team to not break a thousand points yet. So, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I suck, but I don't suck that bad. Come on. Because man. there's a glimmer of hope. There's there's like a tunnel with a glimmer at the end for Tim, I think. He's on the right track. Yeah, all right. Right? Because he's, I mean, if Julio and Thomas ever make in his lineup, if he actually decides to start Thomas when he's healthy, he might have a chance. Yeah. And Diggs, it's just the, the fact that he has Diggs, who's like a top five wide out, and there's no one on your team that's a top five anything, Jeff. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, who, what defense am I trotting at? Oh, yeah, no, you're totally right. Mahomes. Mahomes. Well, yeah. not, not this week. Mahomes isn't even the top quarterback in the league. That's Kyler fucking Murray. Yeah. So that's, I think that's what it is. It's just like, you look at Tim's team and there is glimmers of hope where yours, I just felt sad. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, to move on for something more fun for Jeff. I love the fact that Tim's had two players with zero points. That just cracked me up. And the fact that Tom Brady ended up doing better than Aaron Rodgers did that one week for Mike um, when he only got like (laughs) 1.8 points. At least Tom got (laughs) 2.3. I appreciate how you put LOL in your notes too for the agenda. (laughs) I mean, LOL. (laughs) Don't forget to laugh here. (laughs) It is. It's all I did. I looked at Tim's line and I just laughed. It It was so funny. Corey Davis. Why? Why would you start Corey Davis over Michael Thomas? I just whatever. I I need to have like a sit down conversation with Tim about that. What was going through his head? Everything pointed to him playing. Like I don't know. I just don't understand. No, neither. That's why he's at eleven. Wait, would he have won if he played Michael Thomas? No, no. He would have been at like ninety three. Yeah, or two. Yeah, wouldn't have mattered anyways. But still, maybe there is no hope. It's all up to Diggs. Can Diggs carry him? Number 10. Moving up a rung. Uh, he was nine last week. So this is a little of that movement we were talking about, foreshadowing. <laughs> He's number 10 this week, so he dropped a spot. All ladders matter. One of the notes I have in here has nothing to do with what's happened to his team recently, but I was looking at like uh, the game log for Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry averaged 9.6 yards per carry in that week six. Holy shit. He got a first town, basically, every time <laughs> he touched the ball in week six. I mean, has Dalvin Cook been doing the same thing? Like I that? wonder. Uh, he probably is. I didn't look. But I just was like, oh, my God. Because I ha- wanted to have a note about Derrick Henry. and then, Yeah. I, I think with all the changes to Kevin's team, it's a little scarier. I think he's he might be projected to win, although sleeper. I mean, the percentages make no sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's projected to win by .3. So it's basically an, it's a 50-50 split. That's a good mm. matchup. Him and Mike, I think that could go either way. Yeah, me too. Robbie Anderson is the ultimate low-ceiling, high-floor guy. He has one game under 10 points and one only one over 20. So you can count on between 10 to 20 points from Robbie A every week, which on a good team would be good, but when you're bad, I think you need a little more explosiveness. <laughs> yeah, gives him a floor, though. A little Sir Purr on the floor. <laughs> Sir Purr. For, th- for those of us who have neither a ceiling nor a floor, 
anything is anything is appreciated. Fair enough. Uh, anything else from either of you? No, but I looked it up, and Dalvin Cook last week averaged nine point four yards per carry, Ooh, so still not quite as good as Henry. Um, yeah, and before this week, Kevin had lost his last two matchups by a combined thirteen, which is just heartbreakingly sad for for Kevin. It's a hard one to swallow. Yeah, but he won. He won last year, so fuck him. Uh, yeah, he's won twice. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. fuck him. <laughs> Double fuck him. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. He was 10 last week, so more of that movement. He's up a spot. Uh, it's the old Coitus Martin. And I just kind of I felt sad because three of his top four picks have been out for like multiple weeks. And so it's just like one of those things that he just got so screwed by injury luck. The only guy who hasn't been out has been Cooper Cup, which I was kind of surprised by. <laughs> Yeah, it's heartbreaking. This was going to be the comeback tour for Coitus Martin, and then it was completely derailed by injuries. You just, you hate to see it, Well, man. that and that and Kendrick Drake just being all around pretty shitty at football. Yeah. Yeah, how high would that, that was a pretty high draft pick for him, right? I think that was like third? Second round. Yeah. Second round? It was uh, Eckler Drake back to back. He yeah. was at the end. Wow. Now I don't feel bad at all. <laughs> yeah, I kind of thought Drake wasn't going to be good this year, so... Like, what was the hype about him all about? Like, why were... Even I was, like, a little hyped about him because I was reading all this hype, and I was like, oh, shit, he must... I guess this is the year, but, like... I guess just new team, like, getting out of Miami. Yeah, yeah. he crushed it at the end of the year last year. Right. For, like, three weeks. Like, yeah. that's such a small sample size, you know? Exactly. Anyway, I think we should all be weary, listeners, next year of people being overhyped that have nothing to show from this year. Very true. I also love that he brought up uh, Rex Beck's Blankenship on the last pod, and then he immediately got negative three points that week <laughs> and five points the week after, after he was like, I might keep him. Yeah, he was like, he's my most consistent player. <laughs> then he gets negative three. <laughs> if that's consistent for him, that's it's pretty grim. I mean, to give him credit, weeks two through five was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, that is that timing is pretty it's funny. Hilarious. It's classic Brian. Classic Brian. <laughs> uh, and then he finally figured out his tight end position because he should just play Hawkinson. So, um, yeah. woo! <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Brian. <laughs> you did it. They figured it out. <laughs> number eight. Moving up, another rung at number eight. Somehow still in the. Top eight, I guess, is World of Wario. Uh, he was eighth last week, so he did not move. Mike has lost five in a row. He won Man of the Week two of the first three weeks, so he's already got some built-in capital from that. But five in a row losses and has not scored over 120 points in those five. Uh-oh. It is just... Uh, Uh-oh. It's the classic Mike, right? He was good last year, so he's going to be terrible this year, and then next year he'll be good. I appreciate that consistency. I respect it from Mike. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of just a bummer about CEH. It's not even like Bell is the reason he's falling off. He's just it's just the Chiefs have far too many weapons. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not everyone can can get fed, and I think CEH is suffering because of it. And then, fortunately, Juju's back, so I think that gives him a little momentum. But um, Ronald Jones, like 
he's got a case of the fumbles and, and clearly Bruce Arians does not appreciate that. <laughs> Literally lost him the week last week because he fumbled in like the second drive. And I feel like Ferdinand is just waiting. Like he's just ready to take that starting mm-hmm. spot. But, you know, it's got Russell Wilson too, who is just a slinger. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys see uh, today Chris Carson responding to people on Twitter who were sliding into his DMs to threaten to fight him because he sucks at fit or he's not doing good at fantasy. What? Chris no. Carson? He's been good. That's the thing. That's why it's crazy. It's like people are like pissed at Chris Carson because he because was like Because he's hurt? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> people are fucking insane. Ugh. And he's responding on Twitter. He's like, I'll fucking fight you in the parking lot. <laughs> so I'm like, him. Chris Carson, RB1 rest of the season. <laughs> that dude is bringing the passion. Dude, the guy's battled through so much. Like, just being underrated for three years in a row. He's like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take this bullshit. Fuck you. Right? Yeah. No, people are the worst. People are the worst. Yeah, so will Mike turn it around? or? He, here's the thing. I was I was thinking about that, and I was looking at the standings, and honestly, I don't. I think it's already kind of set. Like, Same. I think the playoffs are going to be, yeah, Nick, Brandon, you, and, and Dan. Yeah. I really do. I do too. I was looking at that too. I'm really hopeful, especially get because I get to play Jeff at the last last game of the season. So, oh, I cannot wait for you to eat those words. Oh yes. my god, Jeff, spoil the Todd's clown dentist. Spoil him. if I if I beat you, oh I I am going to be so hyped to be on this podcast. <laughs> it is going to be a massacre. I'm like nothing you have ever heard. It's not going to happen. Knock him out of contention. Oh my god. I, I don't know. I think. Mike's team is just like I just feel like it disappoints me every week every week I'm like oh he'll be good and then every week it's like 105 and I'm like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) this team is not that good yeah he he hasn't had a flex like all year it's been just like a who's who of disappointment in his flex spot from Gallup to Renfro the (laughs) who's who of disappointment story (laughs) it's true that's fun talking about Mike being bad I'm so excited (laughs) It feels good. It feels right. Number seven. Anyways, moving up a rung to number seven. He was number seven last week. Uh, It's Rona's and Wildfires. I wanted to ask you guys this because it it struck me as I was looking at Joel's team. How many players that Joel drafted are still on his roster? Are we we guessing? Yeah. Yeah, don't look. Because he traded a couple... I'm going to say, I'm going to, wait, on his, on his starting nine? No, just the whole roster. Mm, five. Jeff? Yeah, that sounds fair. I love that when I we do trivia, Jeff just says, yeah, whatever that person said. <laughs> Give me the fucking Fine, I'll change mine to four. I'll go with the under. And then Dustin wins. Yeah! It's two. Shit! <laughs> two players on his roster that he drafted. Ooh, so it's Aaron Jones and Aaron Jones and Mark Andrews. No, he traded. No, he traded. <laughs> yeah, I, I traded to Mark Andrews. <laughs> Wait, somehow Joel Joel ended up with Mark Andrews and Kelsey, and neither of them he drafted. No, it's so weird. It's so weird. Is it? Uh, is it DJ, DJ Moore. Moore? Yeah, DJ yeah. Moore. DJ Moore. Okay. Who is Trash City? Yeah. Everyone else on his team, he did not draft. That's awesome. Joel hated his team coming out of the draft. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that is so funny. He drafted with the intent to trade, and I respect it. I just love that he like made a point of not putting a premium on tight ends and then traded for like 
two of supposed the best tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a businessman doing business. Businessman. <laughs> Anyways, um, we already mentioned he probably should trade Mark Andrews at this point. If you need a tight end, go to Joel. Oh, this last one I was going to ask you guys. What week was the last time that T. Higgins scored under 10 points? Jeff, you go first this time so you don't steal my answer. Uh, my answer is whatever Dustin says. <laughs> Fine, I'm going to say week week one because I feel like it's a trick question. Week one. It's week two. Yeah, week two. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Dustin, fuck you, man. You blew it for me. Is that what you do when you go to like bar trivia, Jeff? You're just like, whatever team X says. No, man, I'll have you know that uh, winning trivia at Connor Larkin's and getting four pitchers of beer 20 minutes before closing came courtesy of looking at our phones. <laughs> so, rest in peace. It sounds exactly like the guy who would tie up his flags and flag football so that he couldn't get... Look, it's just good. It's just smart gameplay. If they can't pull the flags off you, then you don't get tackled. Fair, fair. It only works till you get caught. Yeah, exactly. This is the Patriots way. This is, I'm learning from the best. Uh, anyways, I just thought it was, I didn't imagine T. Higgins being like that good of a receiver, but here we are. Well, he took over A.J. Green's role. It's true. He does it much better. <laughs> Not bitter at all. And the Bengals are always behind, so they always have to throw. Number six. Um, moving up a rung to number six, uh, he was five last week, so move down one is the bladders. My, my biggest question, who would you rather have, David Montgomery or Antonio Gibson? Gibson? Antonio Gibson, 100%. Right? What is that question? What is kind of question? They're tied uh, in terms of points right now. Yeah, but Gibson is only trending up. Right. With Montgomery, you know where he's at. <laughs> it's so funny to me. I was heartbroken to trade Antonio Gibson, and I tried to trade back for him. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> Mainly because I wanted him so when he did well, I could laugh in Dustin's stupid face after he <laughs> called me on draft weekend to tell me that it was a shitty pick. Which it fucking wasn't. Fuck you, pal. Turns out I said the same thing about Fournette the year before, and he ended up being one of your best players, and I feel like the same thing happened this year. <laughs> Can you just call me and shit on all my picks so they do well, please? That's apparently what I should be doing, yeah. You should have shit on me for Cam Akers, which was a terrible, <laughs> terrible draft pick. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Ain't that the truth. I just thought it was funny that they're like next to each other in the rankings right now in terms of overall points. Why is David Montgomery getting so much airtime this tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't good question. Um another question for you guys uh to change the subject. Why would you ever roster three quarterbacks? Oh, I have an answer to this. Unless Jeff, you wanna take a stab at <laughs> No, 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 please. Tell me, tell me. I think it's I think he picked up Tua as like a, a, a serious contender to be his keeper. If like he keeps ah. doing well, I think he, he would keep him as a tenth round pick. So then just drop Tannehill or trade a trade one of them. It's just weird to me. There's it's one yeah. spot that you have to you like can't play him anywhere else. You it's one spot. At least like with multiple tight ends, you can play both of them if you want to. I don't know. It's weird. That's fair. Don't get it. Jose's not a big he's not a big trader. I think he even talked about that last time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was mentioning in one of our pods how he just drafts teams that he likes and kind of sticks with them. Yeah. The opposite of Joel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and then the last one, um, Keenan Allen, man, has been crushing ever since Herbert has come in. It's really... Thank God. That guy is scary. 
I love Keenan Allen. He is, he was so good, remember, a few yeah. years ago? Before. Dude, he was. I drafted him, I think, two years ago, and he was fucking sick. He was so good. And then you traded him to me, and then he was trash. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> he, he's the number eight receiver right now, but I assume that will trend upwards. Um, yeah, since the bye week, he's had 22 points, 21 points, 25 points. So, good job there. Number five. Um, all right, number five, up another rung, Todd's Clown Dentists. Last week we were number six. Honestly, this whole section should just be about Devontae Adams, the big cheese, because <laughs> he has he's just awesome. He's, oh, it makes me so happy. I loved him playing on Thursday's game, and I could just get that cool 33 points uh, <laughs> to make me feel good the whole week. Yeah, going into the weekend, yeah. you're like, Walking on clouds. Yeah, it was just like perfect. Um, yeah, he's awesome. Better than when I had AJ Green playing on Thursday night and he got <laughs> 3.8 points. Hey, uh, Dustin, how do you feel about AJ Green? Curiosity. <laughs> Pretty simple. I fucking hate him. <laughs> Devontae Adams' last three games, 46 points, 30 points, 33. It's just, oh my God. He's the best. You can't see it at home, but Brandon is rock hard right now. <laughs> Yeah, show us your hands, Brandon. <laughs> I can't. That's only one. <laughs> hey, you can't switch hands. <laughs> I'm, I'm ambidex. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> he's the number two wideout right now, and he was hurt for like half the year. Didn't he tweet that he's the best receiver? Yeah, he did. Like he did, yeah. Good for him. I mean, not entirely wrong. Yeah. Okay, Brandon, I have to ask. Yeah. Did you rank yourself lower than I ranked you? Because I had yes. you at three. How did you fall to fucking five? I had myself at five, and I think Jeff had me at five, too. I ranked you at ten. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, that explains it. Anyway, Brandon, I think low-key your team is the hottest right now. Like One three in a row. You're pretty, you're pretty healthy, I think, if Nixon comes back, which looks like he's on the right track. I don't know, man. I think you you you've got a pretty good floor and an extremely high ceiling. So I think everyone should be in a blankets. Bear should be pissing their pants. I agree. We are <laughs> finally, finally, yeah. I lo- and I also love Koo. He's been amazing for me. Uh, Kevin tried to trade for him, and I was just like, Nah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep him. Wait, he actually tried to trade yeah. Bell for a kicker, yeah. and then he just cut him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey i mean try to i i don't hate that move at all just try to get what you can yeah no way sure. who has scored 10 or more points in four of the last five weeks he's awesome so good <laughs> and then the last one last question i have for you guys who would you rather have the rest of the way jaguar james or zeke oh my god james jaguar james dude another dumb question <laughs> i'm just saying i feel like these are crazy like at the beginning of the year you would have taken david montgomery over antonio gibson you would have taken zeke over james robinson like you wouldn't even know who that is crazy. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fantasy it's, it's yeah. a fickle bitch it's a fickle bitch i fucking hate it <laughs> <laughs> no but dude jaguar james is going to be on your team for the next three years i'm calling it right now yeah he ha- he has to be your keeper yeah, right? Oh, definitely right yeah definitely yeah he's gonna be he's gonna get tra- he's gonna get drafted in like the third round next year yeah i get him for 10th Number four. Um, all right, up another rung, number four. Uh, this man, I did just pass in the actual standing, so suck it. Uh, Stanielle Derns, <laughs> back-to-back 
Monday heartbreakers for Dan. The game against Dustin uh, last week or two weeks ago yeah. was just that all was time. insane, yeah, dude. That was what a insane. night! I'm sweating. Yeah, I even forget like what happened. What happened? I can't remember. Just a real quick recap because I'm sure not everyone was watching that. Because <laughs> <laughs> why the would you play the Giants? But uh, dude, it was a wild game, and so I was I was down by I think it was two or three points. And it was the last drive of the game. Daniel Jones leading the Giants down the field. I had the Bucks defense and also Sterling Shepard. And so basically it came down. I needed to either have the Bucks D like sack him and then get a pick. And that I think would have put me over. Or I needed Sterling Shepard to get, you know, a cup, a catch or two. And then it ended up being that Sterling Shepard caught two in a row. But first, it was fourth and 15, 15 yeah. and fucking Daniel Jones just threw it into the air. Like, I don't even think saw anybody. He was just like, all right, whatever. And then um, it was Slayton, I think. Your boy Slayton, Jeff, just jumped and picked it out of the air, like 10 yards behind the first down line, and then like broke someone's ankles and just shot up and got the first down. And then that led to two Sterling Shepard catches in a row, and that, that gave me the win. Yeah. It was insane. It was crazy. And then And then Dan lost again this Monday. Um, because the what did he, did he the Patriots D couldn't put up a, a deep a decent <laughs> showing against the Jets. Jesus, like if you can't perform against the Jets offense, like boogeyman my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he he also Dan does have the best wide receiver in cheap beer right now. Jeff, do you know who it is? Uh, uh but who is it? Tell me, is it? Who is it? Dustin. Yeah, I know it's Tyreek Hill because I have him on my other team, and I fuck, I'm just obsessed with him. <laughs> you know. yeah. Oh, it's Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Good on you, Dan, for having him. Um, and then Leonard Fournette, three straight weeks with over ten points. Yeah, he's the guy. That's surprising. And there you go. Here's the here's the big kicker. Miles Sanders is back, baby. So I think. Yeah. That could get him to the playoffs, and then if Gaskin can come back in time for the playoffs, mm-hmm. look out. Mm-hmm. But at this point, do you guys think Amari Cooper is like what do you call it? Set it and forget it guy, or do you think he has to think of a matchup because the Cowboys are such a mess? I just do not trust the Cowboys in any way, shape, or form at all. Uh, so I don't think you can set any. Not even like Zeke Elliott. I don't think you can yeah. set and just be like it's fine. Yeah, I do too. I think it's matchup dependent. It looks like Cooper got 12 points week nine, one point week eight, 15 in week seven. So it's just like, damn, poor Dak. Oh, my team would be fucking so good. <laughs> yeah, you, you <laughs> might Dak. be number one. <laughs> if I had Dak still. Oh, that's such a bummer. Anyways, Dan, even though you uh, are ahead of me in the power rankings, I am now ahead of you in the standings, and I hope that I can stay ahead. For the rest of the year, but moving up a rung, number three. Number three. Uh, He was number three last week. In fact, the top four stayed the exact same. Number three is Cookie Monsters. Um, So we get to play our favorite game. What is (laughs) Cookie Monster possessing? Now what starts with the letter C? C is for Cookie. That's good enough for me. C is for Cookie, that's good enough for me. 
C is for kooky, that's good enough for me. Oh, kooky, kooky, kooky starts with C. Oh, cookie, cookie, cookie starts with C. Um. This week, I say Cookie Monster is possessing the only good Patriot story of the year, Jacoby Myers. <laughs> yeah, here, here. Oh, that was going to be mine. <laughs> Dude, that was, I mean, that was a, another classic Nick pick or pickup where he just, he smelled what was happening. There was no other receivers. Like as Jeff said, who else is Cam going to throw to? And it's just an easy way to get, I guess, 20 something points for free. Damn it. Um, What else? What else is he possessing? Let's see. He's possessing far too many injured 49ers oh players, my God. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I'm just the, uh, just the. The fact that he's where he's at with all those injuries it's is insane. He had four players out last week, and now David Johnson has added to that list. So five of his bench spots could be injured. But he's also possessing Dalvin Cook, who has passed Kamara as like the de, de facto number one running back this year. Yeah, he went for uh, the past two weeks. He combined for a hundred points. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. To do that, like, two weeks in a row. Yeah. After, like, Madison came in and everyone was like, oh, he's just as good as Cook, and he gets seven, and then Cook's like, shut the fuck up. Here's 50 twice a <laughs> <Yeah>. row. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. I was looking at, like, in the league history on Sleeper, you can see the, the highest scores for players, so I don't have to keep track of that anymore. Cook has two of the top five best weeks. And Nick has three of the top five because Lockett has had the best week of the year. But Oh, my God. <laughs> Good commentary, Jeff. <laughs> I'm coming in hot. With, with <laughs> Real hot takes. Brandon, the Lockett, like what you talk about when you talk about Lockett has really come true this year. <laughs> I, I lived it. Yeah, it's not a a fun player to have on your team. No, because it's like the one time you don't start him, he'll go off for like 58 points. (laughs) Like the weeks four through nine are five points, eight points, 58 points, seven points, eight points. Yeah. (laughs) The one week he was sad. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're like sick of it after two weeks, so you sit him and he goes off, and then you're like, fuck, I'll start in the next two weeks. (laughs) I very much put Mike Evans in that category. Mm. So Has Mike Evans had a good week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike Evans had a good week. Fuck you. <laughs> Let's see. I actually gotta back this up. Yeah, week two and week five week two and week four, he was good. That's it though. <laughs> Fuck. Alright, so yeah, that was that is Nick. Injury ravaged, but my god. Still moving. Number two. Uh, number two. He was number two last week. The Washington football team. I think Metcalf has to finish as a top three wideout, right? He's number two right now. Absolutely. Seeing him chase down yes. that Cardinals quarterback oh was the only thing I needed to see to be like, this guy is like a top five receiver next year. Like, yeah. Yeah. The fact that the Patriots could have fucking drafted him instead of goddamn Nikhil Harry Ugh. is just insane. It is. Who is scouting for Belichick? My God. <laughs> He's doing it himself, isn't he? <laughs> He's pretty much doing it all himself. His dog. <laughs> Get the man help. I think he uh I think he reached like twenty five miles an hour 
running for that cornerback. I think I saw that. Or 22. I think it was the fastest anyone has run this season. Dude. It was, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. He's so <laughs> big, too. It's just, oh my god, it's insane. If Sean doesn't protect him, I think that's it's insane not to. I don't even know what round he got him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. It's worth it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just crazy, like, a dude his size can move like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, Sean got him in the fourth round. Third round pick, I would definitely do Easy. That. <laughs> yeah, because he's... He's probably, uh, yeah, probably a second round pick next year. Easy, yeah. If he finishes top three this year and then he's going to get better. Yeah. I have another would you rather for you guys. Maybe you won't laugh at this one. Maybe you will. Um, Would you rather have (laughs) Jonathan Taylor or Jarek McKinnon? Oh. Oh. Neither? I actually like this one. There you go. (laughs) Well, both all the ones I gave you, they're like side by side in the rankings. So that's why I put them there. Uh, Kinnon or Taylor? I on I just I don't want any Colts player at the moment, so I guess by <laughs> default McKinnon. I liked like Taylor was good for a while, and then I don't know what happened. I don't either. Uh, I think I'm gonna say Taylor. There you go, the split finally. Finally, finally Brandon. <laughs> Third time's a charm, baby. I had to work my way in. Finally asked the good question. Hey, I mean, I just think it's insane that Jaguar James is better than Zeke at this point. It's just, it blows my mind. Um, like, significantly better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I, we already talked about McCaffrey and Davis. It's a good job, Sean. Uh, you're number two right now. Number one. Uh, number one. Number one last week. COVID is a ladder. The only, oh, actually, I don't think you are the only. I think Nick also clinched a winning season this year. Yay. So good job by you. Yeah, Nick did too. You and Nick um, have both clinched winning seasons this year. Can't say I'm shocked. Uh, the only <laughs> other, other note I have on here is, did you know that Godwin is wide receiver 62 right now? Insanity. <laughs> I mean, he's he's only played like four games yeah. in its entirety. So, and like, you know, he gets in the teens basically. <laughs> so he's not like it really matters for your team, but you know, <laughs> yeah, he's honestly, he's like my flex option now that like I sub out if he's unhealthy, you know, like Brandon cooks has really picked up the slack. So I'm not too worried about that. The only thing that worries me is Antonio Brown taking his, all of his targets, but yeah, do you think do you think AB's taking Godwin or Evan targets away? I don't think he can take any more Evans targets targets away because he doesn't get any. <laughs> so Godwin. He's like in hindsight, I should have realized he's like the one receiver that Tom Brady hates the most. Who's just like not really a route runner, but just like a jump ball kind of right wide receiver. And Brady would always rather have that like precise route running, like he doesn't want to gamble with the jump ball. Well, he he loves it in in the in the red zone though. Like he looks at Mike Evans first every time, you know, for the for the jump ball specifically. Well, now that Gronk is catching touchdowns, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, so it's just tough. There's a lot of mouths to feed on the Bucks, and if if they're getting shut out by the Saints, then yeah. it's like no no one's getting points. <laughs> That's because they brought in Brown. I'm sure he's like a lot a locker room cancer. I just don't get it. Definitely. Brady loves him, man. I think I that's it. it. Yeah, I think that was the one that was just like, this is too much. Gronk was hilarious. Fournette, yeah, sure, fine. And then Brown was like, what are you doing? Also, his allegations against him got a lot 
worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So he's just genuinely a piece of shit. Yeah, we might not have to worry about him for long, Jeff. <laughs> God willing. Yeah, but as you said, it won't really matter for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the reason my team is so good, I was telling Jeff while Brandon was trying to fix his internet problems, is just because, like, I ha- I, I haven't had the injury bug at all. And this season that, like, everybody is going down with big ankle-breaking injuries, my only consistent injury has been Godwin, so... You know, it's it's like I drafted a solid core, and if the core holds together, you're, you're supposed to do well. I think that's how fantasy is supposed to work. So <laughs> I would also say, though, you picked up Cooks and Swift for, like, good pickups. I, I really feel yeah, like this sure. year, too, is just like, if you're good on the waiver wire, you're going to be good, which is why I think Mike has fallen apart, is because he doesn't give a shit about the waiver wire. He wants that's to just true. draft and set it and forget it. <laughs> like if Mike if Mike picked up Travis Fulgham instead of you and like used him as his flex instead yeah. of Michael Gallup, that changes everything. Yeah. I just yeah. It's one of those seasons where I feel like you have to be active and Joel did it through trades. Maybe it'll work out for him, but I also think it's kind of why Jose, even though his team is so good, it has a losing record is because he hasn't made any changes. Yeah, I mean you gotta adapt, especially when like in COVID and all the injuries, like uh, fortunately, yeah, Cooks is really the only one who's kind of broken my starting nine. Like, I mean, it was AJ Green that was his competition, so it <laughs> wasn't too hard. But, oh. but yeah, it's it's nice when the team you draft, like, you don't really have a bust. So, yeah, it must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, Mahomes looks good. I just love that every time we try to talk about like the negative of fantasy, we just. Like, have to not look at Jeff because that's who we're sub talking about. <laughs> oh my God. Just every possible bad thing that can happen in fantasy happened to me. This year. Yeah. You've just been, it's been brutal for you. Mediocre draft, injury, disaster, terrible luck. Fuck my life. Anyway, let's talk about this week's matchups. <laughs> <laughs> nice seg. Matchup of the week Washington football team versus the Cookie Monsters. That's a, that's a yes. very good matchup. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah, very excited for that one. Go, Sean. <laughs> Second on my list was Staniel Derns versus the Bladders. Uh, even though Jose is under 500, his team is good. This one has serious playoff implications, I think. Yeah. Like on both sides. Completely Yeah, agree. I mean, Jose needs to keep winning if he wants to get back in it. So. And Dan's kind of slipping. Yeah, exactly. Number three, uh, I put myself, Todd's Clown Dentist versus Coitus Martin. Just because it's a it's a big matchup for Coitus, and I I need to keep winning. I really want to stay ahead of Dan so I don't get that fifth or sixth seed. COVID is a ladder versus the shy ladders. Why did you mark this one so high? Because <laughs> why is this Dustin's good? Oh, just solely based on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the last two matchups are. I mean, like Joel's the best team of the last ones. I'm projected to beat Tim 145 to 120. So that could be a shootout, guys. Ooh. It could be a great game. That could could be, be fun. You're right. You're right. 145. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm where I'm where Mike was like week two. Like, yeah. His projections were like 145. Now I'm there. I'd rather be there now. Than now. Week two. Yeah. Oh my, God. <laughs> oh my God. Number five, Heinous Wars, a new anus versus Ronas and Wildfires. Joel needs to keep winning. Um, he's got the final playoff spot in Pillow Town. And Jeff needs to keep winning so that Shy Ladders stay in last. 
And then finally, the toilet bowl matchup. Kevin is in it once again. <laughs> All ladders matter versus World of Wario. Uh, it looks like a toss-up right now, according to Dustin. Yeah. Dude, I, the toilet pools are always fun. They're always close. The toilet like... pools are the best. That's why I'm in them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to use a Timism, they're like a scrappy dog fight. Yeah, I love dude, it all. He loves them. He loves the scrappy <laughs> dog. So that does it from a fantasy football perspective. And now we get to step into my favorite corner because it's Brandon Gamblet Corner. I haven't done Ooh. one of these in a while. Although if you had followed my pick for two weeks ago and bet the Giants, they did cover. I'm 3-0. I did get destroyed last week, so I'm really glad (laughs) we didn't have a podcast because everything I picked was wrong. This week, my pick is the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Los Angeles Rams at home. Uh, It's basically a pick so you're just picking Seattle to win. I think they will. Brave choice. Brave choice. I don't think the Rams are very good, to be honest. I don't feel like that's a mystery. Uh, it's just shocking to me that they're not that Seattle's not like a bigger favorite at home. You know, usually you get two, three points at home. It's because their defense is so terrible. They have like yeah. the worst pass defense. Yeah, but like Jared Goff just checks down every time. He doesn't. Well, it might be a different game plan after watching what Buffalo did to them. You know, like that's true. They just mm. torched them. Yeah, but the Dolphins destroyed the Rams. So what a weird fucking year. The, yeah. the Dolphins are really good. Yeah. <laughs> no. what the fuck dude like the Pats are gonna go third in the AFC East it sucks <laughs> whatever we beat them week one fine <laughs> that's what the Dolphins said every year about us like whatever we beat them <laughs> we beat them like, in, one win in Miami <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god so anyways take Seattle thank me later and that does it for us here at Cheap Beer any uh, final thoughts before I sign off. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you boys. Can't wait to zoom along to our next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right. With that, uh, the only advice I would give you heading into this week is make sure to go down every rung of your ladder when you're getting off. Oh, that's great advice. <laughs> you don't want to like, dude, that's the worst when you like step down too far and it's it's like that feeling of panic. That's actually really good advice. I appreciate that. Yeah. So <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>